sometimes we can get so caught up in, well, I, I need to read my scriptures. I need to journal. What about the body? The body is half of our soul. Are you taking care of your physiology? Like really take inventory because that is half of who you are. And if we're not taking care mm -hmm. of that, then we're missing out on being a whole person. Welcome to the Divine Marriage Podcast, where we believe that marriage is meant to be enjoyed, not endured. Most people are merely getting by in their marriage, missing out on the true joy and satisfaction that their relationship implies. In each episode of the Divine Marriage Podcast, Jer and Jules uncover practical tools and strategies that you can apply immediately in your own relationship. From communication techniques to cultivating intimacy, conflict resolution to personal growth, they leave no stone unturned in their quest to help you experience a divine marriage. Welcome to the Divine Marriage Podcast. Today we want to talk about resting specifically for rejuvenation, resting for impact. Now, a lot of us rest as a reward after a hard day's work, but rest actually looks a lot different and it's a lot more impactful in your life if you're resting for impact. If you're resting for rejuvenation, to recharge your batteries and to come at things as your best self, your most intentional self, and the best version of you. Which of course matters because that's going to affect your marriage. And this is the Divine Marriage Podcast. Definitely, definitely. Um, your physiology, you know, your body just directly impacts your thoughts, how you filter things. And so your arguments with your spouse or your conversations with them are all filtered through what's going on in your brain in the moment. When you're tired, when you're frustrated, when you've had a long day, you come home and the way that you approach your life and your situation and your marriage can is drastically different than when you've just come back from a fishing trip for example, and you're rejuvenated, you're charged, your batteries are ready to go. Things look different. They feel different. The circumstance hasn't changed, but you've changed and that changes everything. Yeah. You really do have a mind body connection. What you're thinking about will affect your physiology and what's going on with your physiology, what you've eaten, whether you've exercised or not, how much you've slept or not, how, if you're hydrated, even that all affects your mental health as well. Exactly. So this podcast is really about how can you manage your energy rather than managing your time? And it's about how can you fill your life up with more energy so that you can come at your marriage from a better space? Yeah. And if you're like me, you've probably read a lot of self-help books, which I love. And a lot of them give you useful tips on positive thinking and how to handle your emotions. But not a lot of books that I've read talk about your physiology. Like, how do you manage your physiology yeah. for better mental health and for exactly. better relationships? So let's get into that, Justin. What well, I love have it you found that you do? What energizes me is unique from what energizes you. It's going to look a little bit different. It's going to feel a little bit different. There'll be similarities. For example, for human beings, studies have been done that show that exercise and getting outside, getting sunlight, all those things, they do actually give you more energy. It's kind of like a use it or lose it situation. If you're moving your body, your body tends to give you more energy. If you're not moving, if you're stuck at a desk all day or inside in the, in the dark house, you're going to lose energy. And by the end of the day, you're going to be drained. You're going to be exhausted. You're going to be looking for a release. Yeah, that reminds me of your metabolism. Like yeah. a lot of people, when you're reading a diet book, they talk about you need to eat 
to fuel your metabolism. If you just starve and don't eat food, you'll actually start gaining weight because you slow down your metabolism. It's like putting coal in a fire. Yeah. And our energy does that. We don't just wake up with a tank full of energy that we slowly drain throughout the day. But depending on what we're doing with our physiology, we're adding coal to that fire to produce more energy or we're staying stagnant and we're letting that fire dwindle. It's really up to what are we doing? How are we showing up? Right. You have to stoke the and uh, you can do that through exercise, like we said, but you can also do that through diet and these other things, just little things seemingly insignificant in your life and moving around a little bit throughout the day will actually give you much more energy. Um, some things that I've done to add this impactful rest in my life. And I want to talk about too, how resting for impact is totally different than resting for reward. A lot of times in marriage, uh, I know with husbands, at least a lot of times we feel like it's time off for good behavior and your spouse has to approve it, right? But your spouse is not your warden and it's not time off for good behavior. It's let me rest intentionally now so I can be more present with you throughout the day. Starting my day off right is one of the key things for me to rejuvenate and add energy that's going to last throughout the day. Yeah, for me, it's exercise. I have to move my body every day. And I notice that when I can get that time in, especially early on in the day, I am so much more efficient at getting things done. I'm in a better mood. I work faster. And so I'm actually saving myself time. It feels like in the long run. Yes, you save a lot of time. When you put the rejuvenation up front, you'll have so much energy and uh, creativity to approach your problems that they'll actually get done sooner. Yeah, and I like to analyze this phrase, taking time off. Can you really take time off? I mean, time's yeah. going on whether we're doing a certain task we're not, we're never taking time off. We're just changing our activities. What we're doing with that time looks different. So when we say take time off, we usually mean I'm not working on this project right now, but you are doing something. So where mm -hmm. are you allotting your time? Exactly. But you might be listening to this thinking like, yeah, that's great, Justin and Jules, but you don't know my life. My life is crazy. There's so much that needs to get done. I have no time for that. And even if I did, I wouldn't be able to do it without self-judgment. Why are you choosing to be so crazy? <laughs> <laughs> well, we've had times like that. We've had times where we've chosen to be crazy, right? Early on in our marriage, it felt like, when, when do we get time for rest? Well, it's when Julie has a baby and we're in the hospital <laughs> being waited on by the nurses and mm -hmm. doctor. And it's like, ah, finally. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of people, especially driven people, will experience life like that, where they'll go through life and they'll push themselves, push themselves, push themselves, not realizing that they have to push so hard because they're not in a spot with their physical body where they can give it their best. They're giving it their all, but they're all right in that moment is very little because you're just not rejuvenated enough. Now, if you take a little bit of time out up front, and put it into activities that are more energizing, then you'll actually have the energy and the creativity to accomplish things from the very best version of yourself. Things will get done faster. I yeah. also like the phrase rest intentionally yeah. because there will come a point where burnout is real or overwhelm is real. And you might just find yourself pulling out your phone and scrolling because your brain is like, I need a break. 
But that's not intentional. That's at that point, you're just buffering. You're like, okay, I'm too tired. I just need a little break right now. But then when you're done with that little break, you're actually not rejuvenated. You just got to zone out for a bit. But if you plan to rest ahead of time, you can rest intentionally and actually do things that rejuvenate you. Like go on a brisk walk. Yeah. Go on a hike in the mountains. Call up a friend that you haven't talked to in a while. Do things that are going to fill you up with that energy intentionally and you won't reach that burnout stage or that zoning out stage where you're just kind of mindlessly numbing watching something on Netflix while you're trying to also get your work done haphazardly. (laughs) Exactly. And what stinks with us as human beings is that we're not good at recognizing when we need a break. We'll just keep pushing. And when we do take a break, it's a crappy break. It's more of a numbing exercise and not actually something rejuvenating. So how can you tell when your mind and your body need to take a step back and do something uniquely rejuvenating so that you can come back at this with a full battery? For me, it's when I start to become overly sensitive to other people or I'm easily frustrated by things they do or they say I'm just kind of moody. Um, that's a cue to me to stop and like, oh, hey, hun, what do you need? Like you're kind of getting reactive here. Yeah. Like let's calm down a minute. And most of the time it is like, oh, I'm really tired. I went to bed too late last night. So tonight let's try to get to bed on time. Exactly. Just taking a step back just for a second. I mean like, okay, why are you so emotionally charged today? Like what's is something off? Did you get your exercise in? Are you hydrated? Do you need to go drink a protein shake? And just checking in with yourself when you notice your emotions getting really high. I love it. I love it. There's a quote by Dan Sullivan that says, the more tired you are, the more everyone around you looks like an idiot. So there's your indicator. If you're trying to ask your spouse to do something and you're frustrated because they're not doing it the way that you would do it, you know, and that's an indicator. If you're asking your kids to do stuff and you're getting so frustrated because they're not listening, you're completely blind to the fact that you might not be asking them in a very (laughs) productive or helpful way. The moment you start realizing those irritations in yourself, those frustrations, the irritability, that's the time, like Joel said, take a step back and just give yourself some grace. Realize, okay, I need to take a few deep breaths and move on. Yeah. And I also think there are some tasks that aren't easily eliminated. Like I know Dan Sullivan is also Mm -hmm. a huge proponent of eliminate irritating tasks. Yeah. But as a mom who... You know, I will change the kids' diapers because I don't want them to get a diaper rash. So I do want the diaper changed, but I do find it a little irritating that I have to change a diaper sometimes. There are some tasks that we can't easily eliminate, but we can be creative in how we approach them. How can I make this a little bit easier? Maybe every time I change a diaper, I get to go eat an (laughs) M&M. Or maybe we make it a competition. Who can change the most diapers today? You know, whatever Mm -hmm. that is. Or for laundry. Like I'm I'm not just going to throw away the dirty clothes. I actually want them washed. Maybe you can hire it out. You're at a position where you can do that and eliminate that task for yourself. Or if you're not, you could do what I do. And I just pile it all up throughout the day. And then at night when the kids go to bed, I listen to a podcast or I watch a show while I fold it in 20, 30 minutes. And I make that less exciting task something that's more enjoyable. So you can just be creative. If you're starting to think, oh, but you don't understand. I just have to do these things and they're not fun and they drain my energy. They have to get done. Can you change your approach? Can you make them more enjoyable? Because I promise you, 
Your brain is so creative. If you just give it the freedom to explore new ways of creative exactly. thinking and how to do things differently. And and there are a few ways we've done this in our marriage and with our family. Just this last week, I was going downstairs to clean the basement with my kids. Usually that's a very energy draining activity for them. Well, and for, and and for, for you. Us, because I feel like a warden. <laughs> Telling them what to do all the time. So I pulled out a whiteboard. And I drew their names across the top, right? Maybe you've done something similar. And I said, okay, every time uh, you clean up 10, 10 toys, you're going to get a smiley face up on the board. Uh, we evolved that. By the time we ended, they were all getting pizzas that I was drawing on the board <laughs> for each 10 toys. And we were going to see who had the most pizza slices up on the board. Now, were they getting any prizes out of this? No. But they cleaned the, the basement like 10 times yeah, faster. Yeah, you gamified it. Yeah, it was fun. We love it was games. Energizing. Gamify your life. Things are irritating because they are draining. And how long are you going to tolerate that in your life? Do you want to put the effort into doing the draining activity over and over and over again? Or do you want to put your time and your energy into transforming these activities and filling your life with more energizing things than the things that take away your energy? And I choose the latter. It makes me a better husband. It makes me a better father. Yeah. And sometimes it helps us just step back and think, what is my end goal? Like, what do I really want out of life? Do mm -hmm. I want to get as many projects as possible done? Or do I want to show up well in my work and in my marriage and in my family life and for myself? Like finding that balance between exactly. just taking care of you. Exactly. And I love there's a quote by Joseph Smith that says, you, you know, the better. mind and the body are the whole soul of man. Yes. And I think sometimes we can get so caught up in, well, I, I need to read my scriptures. I need to journal. I need to provide for my family and go to work. You know, I need to make sure we're saying prayers together and we get so caught up in that, but we forget like, wait, what about the body? The body is half of our soul. Are you taking care of your physiology? Like really take inventory. Are you taking care of your body? Because that is half of who you are. And if we're not taking care mm -hmm. of that, then we're missing out on being a whole person. Exactly. Rejuvenating for impact is an act of faith. It's putting faith in something in your future, the energy that you're going to experience later. It's putting faith in the fact that you don't have time. You make time. Nobody has time. We make time. Mm -hmm. I love that. This last week, we went on a camp out. I finished work. We left at six. I got home before the start of the next day. We had a blast. Did I have time to do that? No, but somehow I did it and I got all my work done anyways. And we had a phenomenal time with our children. Yeah. If you find yourself watching other families or watching other people and find yourself a little bit envious of the way they're spending mm -hmm. their time, rather than thinking, oh, that's nice for them, but I can't do that. Just get curious. I'm like, I wonder how they make that work. I wonder how they decide to do that. How do they add that into their life? I want to do that and take that as a cue that that's possible for you. That's your higher self calling you to find new ways of living that are really going to inspire you and enhance your relationships. Exactly. So if you want an, a divine marriage that's full of energy, full of adventure, full of the things that fill you up instead of the things that drain you, take the time, take the effort, put it up front, and have faith that it will pay dividends later on yeah. because it will go take a nice bath, go meditate, <laughs> go eat a salad. You've got this.